6640. Your future lies in 6640. 66 books by 40 authors, and yet we now discover it's an integrated message system from outside our time domain. Welcome to 6640, the ministry outreach of Koinonia House and Koinonia Institute. Today's Bible teacher is Chuck Missler, connecting the Bible to your life and the world around you. In today's study, Chuck completes his teaching on the book of Psalms, chapters 61 through 68. So they shall make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away. You know, it's interesting how often God uses their own stratagems against them. The traps they set for somebody else, they fall into. Remind you of Haman with his so-called gallows and Esther for Mordecai. Who, who was the first to hang on Haman's gallows? Haman was. And then his ten sons also. It wasn't a gallow, by the way. It was, a, it was a, impaled on a, on a cross. But that's a translational issue. Anyway. They, they, they shall make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away. All the men shall fear and shall declare the work of God, for they shall wisely consider of his doing. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him. And all the upright in heart shall glory. Are you upright in heart? Then you're going to share his glory. Okay. Let's take another, a lot of these little ones so that we'll knock them off here. This is the first of four psalms that focus on praising the Lord for his manifold blessings in nature and his gracious dealing with his people. Two themes will be woven here. His blessings in the creation itself and his particular graciousness in dealing with his people. Psalm 65 is the first of four that do this. To the chief musician, a psalm and a song of David. He begins, praise waiteth for thee, O God, in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed. O thou that hearest prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. You know, that's interesting. That's millennial. That's going to happen in the millennium. There's going to be a temple in Israel that all flesh will go there, Gentiles too. Many people don't recognize. Had a workman come to the house, and he happened to notice that we have a masusa on the front door. He says, what is that? I see that around. What is that? It's a Jewish thing, isn't it? I said, yes. That's what, in any Jewish home, you'll find that. Are you Jewish? No, we're not Jewish, but the God we worship is. I want him to be welcome here. <laughs> he did not deal with that. You know. Christ is Jewish. If he's going to come here, I want him to feel comfortable. You know, there's a mezuzah. You know. I don't think he's Talmudic, but that's okay. All right. All flesh, unto thee shall all flesh come. That's a prophecy. Iniquities prevail against me as for our transgressions. Thou shalt purge them away. Praise God for that. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee that he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. Wow, there's a, this is a theologically provocative verse because Here's a person that God chooses that will do, dwell in his courts and in God's house. Now, it impl this raises sort of the question that comes up when you study Revelation, when you find this peculiar group of people that are kings and priests. 
In Israel, they weren't kings and priests. The kings were of the tribe of Judah, and the priests were of the tribe of Levi, and they were not to cross. The king could not go in the, the tabernacle or in the temple. And the Levites really weren't in the, in the court either. So in, but here, this is talking about something, that, again, I think, I see it uh, dispensationally provocative because it's talking about Revelation 5 and following. Anyway, David continues, By terrible things in righteousness wilt thou answer us, O God of our salvation, who art the confidence of all the ends of the earth and of them that are afar off upon the sea. As an enabler came guy, I like that, verse 5, you know. Okay. Which by his strength setteth fast the mountains being girded with power, which stilleth the noise of the seas and the noise of their waves and the tumult of the people. They also that dwell in the uttermost parts are afraid at thy tokens. Thou makest the outgoings of the morning and evening to rejoice. Thou visitest the earth and waterest it. Thou greatly enrichest it with the river of God, which is full of water. Thou preparest them corn when thou hast so provided for it. Thou waterest the ridges thereof abundantly. Thou settest the furrows thereof. Thou makest it soft with showers. Thou blessest the spring thereof. This is giving God credit for everything that we have, in effect. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy paths drop fatness. The word crown of the crown of the year... Rosh Hashanah is the chief of the year, the, for New Year. Some scholars think that this is an allusion, in effect, to the beginning of the year in the fall, for a lot of different reasons, but that is one of the, the, crown, the, the crown of the year suggests Rosh Hashanah. But anyway, uh, I'll cross the year with thy goodness and thy paths drop fatness. They drop upon the pastures of the wilderness, and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks, the valleys also are covered over with corn. They shout for joy. They also sing. That's kind of neat. Little praise psalm. Let's go to Psalm 66, okay? To the chief musician, a song or psalm. Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say unto God, how terrible, or awesome might be a better term, how awesome art thou in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. All the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee. They shall sing to thy name. Selah. Are they doing that yet? I don't think so. <laughs> That's yet coming. That's millennial, if you will. Come and see the works of God. He is awesome. It says terrible here, but I think awesome is perhaps a better translation. Come and see the works of God. He is awesome in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the flood on foot. There did we rejoice in him. He ruleth by his power forever. His eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves, Selah. Wow. Oh, bless our God, ye people. Make the voice of his praise to be heard, which holdeth our soul in life and suffereth not our feet to be moved. For thou, O God, hast provided, proved us. Thou hast tried us as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the net. Thou laidst affliction upon our loins. Thou caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thy house with burnt offerings. I will pay thee my vows. 
which my lips have uttered and my mouth has spoken when I was in trouble. How quick we are to promise things when we're in trouble, huh? Yeah. They were saying he's going to make it good. I will offer unto thee burnt sacrifices of fatlings. With the incense of rams, I will offer bullocks with goats, Selah. Come and hear all ye that fear God, and I will declare what he hath done for my soul. I cried unto him with my mouth, and he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But verily God hath heard me, he hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, which hath not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. Precious, precious verses. Now, where is the Christian's bar of soap? Remember 1 John 1, 9 says the same thing from the New Testament perspective. If we confess our sins, he is just and faithful to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It's his faithfulness that we count on, not ours, his. If I confess my sins, he is faithful and just to, to forgive my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. First John 1 John 1.9, that's the Christian's bar of soap. But we'll move on here. Psalm 67. Now this brief psalm also mentions all nations, so it fits with the previous two, 65 and 66. To the chief musician on the Niganoth, that's a stringed instrument, a uh, psalm or song, God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon his. Well, that's a, that, that echoes the famous Old Testament benediction, number 6, verses 24. The Lord bless thee and keep thee, Lord, to make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. Lord, lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. So number 6, 24 to 26, it has that echo. God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. Selah. That thy way may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among all nations. See, this is not Israel. This is everybody. Interesting. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Oh, let the nations, there again, it's Gentile. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon the earth. Selah. Has that happened yet? Not so you'd notice. No, that's yet coming. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Nice little psalm there. Well, we got another one last one to wrap it up here. Now, in order to prepare for Psalm 68, we're going to read briefly, just skim through, the Song of Deborah. In Judges chapter 5, there's a song of victory uh, with, by, the, by Deborah, who uh, thanks God for the incredible success they've had. So this is from Judges chapter 5, the Song of Deborah. Then sang Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinoam, on that day, saying, Praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel, when the people willingly offered themselves. Hear, O ye kings, give ear, O ye princes. I, even I, will sing unto the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. Lord, when thou wentest out of Seir, that's Edom in effect, when thou marchest out of the field of Edom, the earth trembled, and the heavens dropped, and the clouds also dropped water. The mountains melted from before the Lord, even that Sinai from before the Lord God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anoth, 
in the days of Yale, the highways were unoccupied. The travelers walked through the byways. The inhabitants of the village ceased. They ceased in Israel until that I, Deborah, arose, that I arose a mother in Israel. They chose new gods. Then was war in the gates, and there was a shield or spear seen among the 40,000 in Israel. My heart is toward the governors of Israel that offered themselves willingly among the people. Bless, bless ye the Lord. Not everybody did, by the way. She's going to compliment the ones that helped and, and talk about the ones that didn't. Speak, ye that ride on white asses, ye that sit in judgment and walk by the way. They that are delivered from the noise of the archers and the places of growing water, there shall they rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord, even the righteous acts toward the inhabitants of his villages in Israel. Then shall the people of the Lord go down to the gates. Awake, awake, Deborah. Awake, awake, utter a song. Arise, Barak, and lead thy captivity captive, thou son of Abinuam. Then he made him that remaineth have dominion. Over the nobles among the people, the Lord made me have dominion over the mighty. Out of Ephraim, there was a root of them against Amalek. After thee, Benjamin, among thy people, out of Machir came down the governors. And out of Zebulun, they that handled the pen of the writer. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah, even Issachar, and also Barak. He was sent on foot into the valley. For the divisions of Reuben, there were great thoughts of heart. Why abodest thou among the sheepfolds to hear the bleatings of the flocks? For the divisions of Reuben, there were great searchings of heart. They were apparently a little timid, thinking about it. Gilead abode beyond Jordan. And why did Dan remain in ships? This is a strange remark. Deborah is complimenting the people that helped, but she's kind of um, frustrated with a couple of them here. Dan and Asher, we'll see you here in a minute. Um, Dan in ships. Dan was assigned when the, in, in the book of Joshua, when they drew lots, Dan received the land that was west of Benjamin, which included the Philistines, and um, they couldn't handle it. Uh, Samson came along during the day of the judges and did a lot of colorful pranks, but didn't really accomplish much. And when he died, they couldn't deal with it. So the tribe of Dan sent a a team up north and found a place up way in the northern end called Laish, took it over and moved up there. So they didn't stay where they were assigned. They went up north. What makes this so strange is when you get to Deuteronomy 32 and Mo, uh, Moses is, you have a song of Moses there where he's prophesying over each of the 12 tribes. When he gets to the tribe of Dan, he says, he will leap from Bashan. Well, that's pretty weird because Bashan is up north. That wasn't where they were assigned. And all this happened long after Moses' prophecy. But he apparently prophesied they would leap from Bashan. Where did they leap to? They apparently made, they made um, friends with the um, Phoenicians, became seafaring, and went ahead and populated that area we call Europe. And many people are, there's all these strange legends that most people associate with the Ten Lost, the ten lost Tribes, which is nonsense. That's not Ten Lost Tribes. But the tribe of Dan did peel off and uh, 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 pursue a future separate from the commonwealth of Israel. It's interesting here, though, in, in the Song of Deborah, why did Dan remain in his ships? That's, you know, she's one, you know, he didn't, he didn't help this victory. And then she continues, Asher continued on the seashore and abode in his breaches. So Asher didn't help much either. 
She goes on, Zebulun and Naphtali were a people that jeoparded their lives unto the death in the high places of the field. So they, they were part of the action here. They're getting complimented. But it's interesting. Gilead abode beyond Jordan. And why did Dan remain in the ships? That's a, there's a whole thing you can get into there. Moving on. The kings came and fought and then fought the kings of Canaan in Tarnak by the waters of Megiddo and they took no gain of money. They fought from heaven. The stars in their courses fought against Sisera. The river Kishon swept them away. That ancient river, the river Kishon. Oh, my soul, thou hast trodden down strength. They, then were the horse hoofs broken by the means of the pausings, pr prancings and the prancings of their mighty ones. Curse ye, Meroz, said the angel of the Lord. Curse ye bitterly the inhabitants thereof, because they came not to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the mighty. Blessed above women shall Yale, the wife of Heber, and Kenite be. Blessed shall she be above women in the tent. He asked, he asked water, and she gave milk. She brought forth butter in a lordly dish. She put her hand to the nail and her right hand to the workman's hammer, and with the hammer she smote Sisera, drove it right through him, by the way, and smote off his head, and when she had pierced and stricken through his temples, she played rough, you know, and her feet were bowed. She, he fell, lay down at her feet. He bowed and he fell. Where he bowed, there he fell down dead. I guess with a nail through his temples, I guess he would be. The mother of Sisera looked out at a window and cried through the lattice, Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why tarry the wheels of his chariots? Her wise ladies answered her, Yea, she returned answer to herself, Have they not sped? Have they not divided the prey to every man, a damsel or two? Uh, to Sisera, a prey of divers colors, a prey of divers colors of needlework, a divers colors of needlework on both sides. Meet for the necks of them that take spoil. So let... All the enemies perish, O Lord, but let them that love him be as a son when he goeth forth in his might. And the land had rest for 40 years. Song of Deborah. Okay. Little review. If you, the whole background, of course, is in the book of Judges. Incredible victory. Widely celebrated. Lots of little clues. Let's get at Psalm 68, which will conclude our evening. To the chief musician, a psalm or song of David. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melteth before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad, and let them rejoice before God. Yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. Sing unto God. Sing praises to his name. Extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Yah. And rejoice before him. A father of the fatherless, a judge of the widows, is God in his holy habitation. God setteth the solitary in families. He bringeth out those which are bound with chains, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. O God, when thou wentest forth before thy people, when thou didst march through the wilderness... Selah. The earth shook, the heavens also dropped at the presence of God. Even Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God, the God of Israel. Thou, O God, didst send a plentiful rain, whereby thou didst confirm thine inheritance when it was weary. Thy congregation hath dwelt therein. Thou, O God, hast prepared of thy goodness for the poor. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Kings of armies did flee apace. And she that tarried at home divided the spoil. Though ye have lean among the pots, yet shall ye be as the wings of a dove covered with silver and her feathers with yellow gold. 
When the Almighty scattereth kings in it, it was white as snow and Solomon. The word Solomon means dark, by the way, shady, dark, and so forth. It's actually a hill near Shechem on which Abimelech cut down the boughs with which they set to fire the, 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 to fire the tower of Shechem. And uh, so the... Uh, uh, it's just a, the snow and Salmon. It's just a contrast of snow with darkness. The hill of God is as the hill of Bashan. Now, Bashan is up what we call the Golan Heights, probably. And high hill as the hill of Bashan. So, this is east of the Jordan. It's the high ground up there. Why leap ye high hills? This is the hill which God desireth to dwell in. Yea, the Lord will dwell in it forever. The chariots of God are 20,000. Even thousands of angels, the Lord is among them as in Sinai in the holy place. Thou hast ascended on high, thou hast led captivity captive, thou hast received gifts for men. Yea, for the rebellious also, that the Lord God might dwell among them. Blessed be the Lord, who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation, Selah. He that is our God is the God of salvation, and unto God the Lord belong the issues from death. But God shall wound the head of his enemies and the hairy scalp of such a one as goeth on still in his trespasses. The Lord said, I will bring again from Bashan, I will bring my people again from the depths of the sea, that thy foot may be dipped in the blood of thine enemies and the tongue of thy dogs in the same. They have seen thy goings, O God, even the goings of my God, my king in the sanctuary." There's, again, this interesting contradiction that you've got to be alert to. The king and yet in the sanctuary, that's interesting. The singers went before, the players on instruments followed after. Among them were the damsels playing on timbrels. Bless ye God in the congregations, even the Lord from the fountain of Israel. There is little Benjamin with their ruler, the princes of Judah and their council, the princes of Zebulun and the princes of Naphtali, Thy God hath commanded thy strength. Strengthen, O God, that which thou hast wrought for us. Interesting lineup. The same lineup as in the Song of Deborah, by the way. Interesting. Because of thy temple at Jerusalem shall kings bring presents unto thee. Rebuke the company of spearmen, the multitude of bulls with the calves of the people, till everyone submit himself with pieces of silver. Scatter thou the people that delight in war. Princes shall come out of Egypt. Ethiopia shall soon stretch out her hands unto God. There are about two dozen verses that imply that Ethiopia has a very special gift for the Messiah when he rules in Zion. Sing unto God, ye kingdoms of the earth. Oh, sing praises unto the Lord. Selah. To him that rideth upon the heavens of the heavens... Which were of old, lo, he doth send out his voice, and that a mighty voice. Well, I can imagine. Ascribe ye strength unto God, his excellency is over Israel, and his strength is in the clouds. O God, thou art terrible out of thy holy places. The God of Israel is he that giveth strength and power unto his people. Blessed be God. Whew. Okay. So there's a handful. We've covered quite a few. The parallels between uh, the Song of Deborah and the, that particular psalm is, I think, provocative. Psalm 68 and the Song of Deborah. So you can look at them and come to your own perceptions. So for the next session, you might just take a look at the next 10, 69 through 79. We'll see how far we get in the next sessions. But uh, as we go through, we are um, at essentially uh, the halfway point. 
Uh, probably more than that because we've covered so much basics as we've gone. But uh, we're going to get into some very, very unusual psalms forthcoming. So you want to skim through and, and uh, don't read them just once. Read them several times to see if you can get the heart of what it is because it's a devotional exercise, not an intellectual one. And so with that, let's stand for a closing word of prayer. Let's bow our hearts. Father, we just thank you that you are our heritage. We thank you, Father, for all those that have gone before to bring us your word faithfully. We thank you, Father, for that word. We thank you, Father, for being our God and our refuge and our strength, our shield and our protector. We thank you, Father, for the heart of David and his expressiveness. We thank you for the book of Psalms. And Father, we just thank you for the record of how you have always stood for your people. We thank you, Father, for your creation and your provision for all our needs. We know that every good thing we have comes from your hands. But above all, Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for that word became flesh and dwelt among us. We pray, Father, too, that you would help each of us draw ever closer to your word, both to the word of God and the person, our Redeemer. And Father, we just do commit ourselves, as David did, into your hands, that we too can just take refuge in your wings. You are our shield, where we do have enemies about us, enemies that seek our undoing. We do pray, Father, you would shield us, protect us, strengthen us, guide us, as we Commit ourselves into your hands, pleading the name of Yeshua, our son of David, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You've been listening to 6640, the ministry outreach of Koinonia House and Koinonia Institute. Today's Bible teacher was Chuck Missler, teaching through the book of Psalms. For a complete listing of resources available, please visit khouse.org. Or you can call us on 1-800-KHOUSE-1. To learn more about Koinonia Institute, visit koinoniainstitute.org. Thank you for listening to 6640 and for your continued prayerful support of this ministry. Until next time, as we continue this series, may God bless you with the knowledge of His Son, Jesus Christ, as you study His Word.